Olivier Show. Only the real practical lessons that you can use every single day with our daily 10 minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenhome. I'm also the co founder of the $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online over at 100mba.net. And today's lesson is a guest teacher lesson. We have a very special guest teacher on today. It's John Pope from Jive.com. John and his team are an inspiration. They bootstrapped their business with no funding from the ground up, and now they're a $100 million revenue business. And in today's lesson, John Pope is going to share with you the lessons he learned while bootstrapping his business, what to look out for, what are some of the challenges you're going to face, and what is some of the glory and reward that you can expect from bootstrapping your business. This lesson is downright practical, and I can't wait to get into it. If you're on the fence on whether to get investors, to seek funding, or to do it on your own bootstrapped, then you need to listen to this one today. Let's get into it. Let's get down to business. Today's episode of The $100 MBA Show is sponsored by TopTal. If you're having trouble finding developers or designers, TopTal is a network of elite pre-vetted software developers and designers. You tell TopTal what you're looking for and they search their network of the best of the best. We're talking about the top 3% of talent out there. They test their candidates and they only present you with the perfect matches. Saving you time and money, how do I know? I am a TopTal customer myself. I've used them to hire our team and absolutely love them. And as soon as you pick somebody you like, you could start the next day. And get this, they have a risk-free trial, so you have nothing to lose. Go to TopTal.com and get started. That's T-O-P-T-A-L.com. Today's guest teacher, John Pope, is a CEO of Jive from Jive.com, which is a phone system in the cloud. They've really innovated with communication in your business. And get this, John and his team had no prior telecommunication or software experience prior to starting Jive.com. And they decided to bootstrap their business. That means they got no external funding or investment. They had some challenges, which John will share with you, but now they're making $100 million in revenue. Incredible. Full disclosure, I learned about Jive because they were a new sponsor for the show. But when I heard their story, we had to get John on the actual podcast. We knew that he would be great value for you. But if you are interested in using Jive, check out jive.com slash MBA, and they're going to give you a free month because they love you as listeners of the show. Anyway, we got a lesson to learn. we got to learn about the advantages, the disadvantages, the things to look out for when you're bootstrapping your business, as well as all the rewards from the CEO of jive.com, John Pope. Take it away, John. Hi, this is John Pope, CEO and co-founder of Jive Communications, a cloud-based provider of business phone systems. Not too long ago, my business partners and I were attempting to launch a telecommunications software company with no telecom experience, no startup capital, and no willing investors. Today, Jive is a thriving company with 500 employees, nearing 100 million in revenue, and tens of thousands of customers, both large and small. We've achieved success beyond our most optimistic hopes. So how does something like that happen? Well, Jive is an incredible story of something called bootstrapping. Over our 10 years, we've learned a ton about what it takes to bootstrap a business, and over the next several minutes, I'll share the best knowledge I have in order to help you find similar success. So you might ask, what exactly is bootstrapping? In a business context, it means building a business with little to no outside help. 
How do you know if bootstrapping is the way to go? Well, if you have a ton of determination to take a certain product or service to market, if you're willing to commit massive amounts of time and energy to your business, but have little to no sources of startup capital, bootstrapping may be the choice to make. It can be both difficult and rewarding, so it's important to know the pros and cons before starting down this path. Let's start with the risks. First, if you bootstrap, a competitor who is well-funded may be faster in getting to market. There isn't much that you can do about this risk, but it's something to be aware of. Second, your determination may run out sooner than you anticipated. This is why I always advise people not to start a business just to get wealthy. Entrepreneurial success takes a ton of work, and when times get tough, you've got to have more than just the financial motivation to keep you passionate about your cause. Similarly, your support from friends and family may run out sooner than you anticipated. Even if you have the fortitude to keep reinvesting all of your profits into the business, the people around you need to share that determination or you're going to run into big problems. Lastly, your product may require more than just time and energy to build. As a general rule, software and services are easier to bootstrap than physical products that require expensive raw materials and equipment to manufacture. Now let's shift over to the benefits of bootstrapping. First off, you get a shot at chasing your dream without needing any history of prior startup success. This is what we did at Jive. We weren't interested in sitting on the sidelines just because we didn't have any investors. Another benefit is that you'll retain more ownership and control. Having investors is like taking a road trip with an experienced traveler who can share the costs of fuel but may demand that you change your course here and there. Bootstrapping generally allows you to keep a greater percentage of both risk and reward and lets you rely more fully on your own business sense. That being the case, another benefit is that once you start to have some success on your own, investors are much more willing to offer funding to you and the terms are generally going to be better. And bootstrapping doesn't need to carry on forever. It can serve its purpose within a few years or even a few months if raising outside capital is a goal. It's frustrating to entrepreneurs, but the less you need money, the more it becomes available. Another benefit of bootstrapping is building a culture of financial discipline. Simply put, when you don't have any extra money to spend, you spend the money you have more carefully. Eventually, even well-funded businesses need to survive on their own revenue, and bootstrappers have that mentality right from the start. The ability to grow a business and be profitable speaks volumes to customers and employees as well as future investors. To share a bit of our bootstrapping story, we started Jive in 2006 with a strong belief that business phone service, including systems that route customer calls correctly and provide advanced features, would go from being these expensive back office headaches to being completely flexible and managed in the cloud. We had small business startup and software experience, but no telecom experience, and we also had no startup capital. At the time, we had difficulty generating any interest from venture capital investors. Many of them had experienced recent losses in the residential voice over IP market and had no interest in our space, and that turned out to be a blessing in disguise. So not wanting to sit on the sidelines, 
We went ahead and started Jive with only our time and energy to fuel the thing. In order to put food on the table, we went several years relying on income from other businesses we owned or spouses who worked. In those early days, pretty much all of our focus went into product and direct sales because those are things that can put you on a fast track to early revenue. As we grew, we prioritized our staffing needs and hired key employees, and within seven years we had reached $25 million in annual revenue. By this time, bootstrapping had paid off. We were growing like crazy and making a profit. All these outside investors began banging our door down and offering terms that were really favorable to us. Although we didn't need the funding, it made sense to take some in order to accelerate our growth. We had propelled ourselves past the angel investor and venture capital stages and partnered with a growth equity firm, giving them a minority stake in the company in return for around $25 million in capital. It was a great match, as growth equity firms tend to invest in companies that are already seeing success and allow the management team the breathing room to keep doing what made them successful. As for where the story is right now, although some of our competitors have taken about 10 times the amount of primary outside funding that Jive has, we've kept pace with them by retaining a culture of bootstrapping and are closing in on $100 million in annual revenue. So now that we've covered what bootstrapping can help you accomplish, I'll share the seven most important things that I've learned along the way. First, bootstrapping does not simply mean being cheap. It requires two simultaneous mind frames. One, an obsession with investing where it counts. And two, extreme discipline to save where it doesn't count. In the early stages, Consider spending much more on things that directly result in growth, like product, lead generation, and sales. When you find a sustainable source of new revenue, reinvest in it aggressively. Conversely, consider slowly easing into or outsourcing things like advertising, HR, and legal. This leads to my next point, and this is critical. If you bootstrap your business, you must bootstrap your life. Until you've built significant revenue, reduce founder take-home pay to an absolute minimum. If you're a high-growth software company, that point might be $20 million in revenue. If you're a small business, it may be $500,000 in revenue. In either case, growth is critical and paychecks to founders don't result in revenue growth. You've got to ask yourself, how bad do I want to achieve success? Buy the seven-year-old BMW, not the brand new one. Rent a smaller home for a few extra years. Go out to lunch instead of dinner. Resist the urge to live as if you've already arrived. Your rate of growth will thank you. Most importantly, if you have a family or significant other, you'll absolutely need their support. They'll be putting off their short-term hopes and dreams in order to take this journey with you. Have them listen to this webcast with you and discuss whether you're both willing to take this journey with all its challenges and potential rewards. Without my wife's complete support, we would have never achieved what we have. Third, be thorough when hiring. Since budgets are limited, you'll likely recruit people who have less experience but more upside potential. So make sure that A, those you hire are on board with a culture of bootstrapping. B, you're excited about the person you're hiring, and C, 
Don't allow your limited budget to result in a satisfactory talent level. Do not cut corners or hire people in a hurry. Fourth, give stock options to your employees. Having success via bootstrapping takes more time and you'll want your employees to have some skin in the game and be in it for the long haul. Fifth, know your target customer profile. Having limited capital requires focus. It's much easier to be the best at what you do for one or two specific types of customers than to try to be all things to all people. Sixth, your employees should be well aware of the bootstrapping mentality, but your customers and prospects should not. Never cut corners or appear too thrifty on any part of the customer experience. And seventh, when you find success and possibly outside capital, remember to retain the virtues of bootstrapping. Money can change people and organizations, but the principles that brought you success to this point will be valuable in managing greater resources. A commitment to great ROI is the key to success, whether you're just starting your first business or leading a billion-dollar corporation. Now, before I go, I want to invite you to check out jive.com MBA for an entirely free month of the phone service that every entrepreneur absolutely must have. We've used it since day one, and you should too. From advanced call routing to one-click conference calls, this phone system will grow with you from one employee to tens of thousands at a price that even bootstrappers love. Visit us now for an entire month of free phone service at jive.com slash MBA. That's J-I-V-E dot com slash MBA. In closing, if you don't have access to much startup capital, but you do have the right amount of passion, time, and support to start your business, bootstrapping is a challenging but potentially very rewarding option. I wish you all the success in the world as you embark on your journey. Today's episode of The $100 MBA Show is sponsored by TopTal. If you're looking for a developer or a designer for your next project, you got to use TopTal. Why? Because you're going to save time and money and headaches. And you just got to trust me with this because I've spent too much time and money on wasted projects or wasted talent because I didn't find the right match. With TopTal, they pre-vet. They only get the superstars for your actual project. In fact, they only present you with the top 3% of talent out there which means you make the perfect hire from the get-go. And I'm telling you, out of experience, this is the way to go. I've tried hiring developers and designers on my own, and it's a nightmare. But TopTel makes it easy. They meet up with you. They ask exactly what you're looking for, your budget, your time zone, what you're looking for exactly with your project, and they match you up with the perfect candidates that you can interview at your convenience. And once you're happy with the pick, you can start the next day. And get this, TopTal gives you a free trial. You get a whole week to make sure that you made the right hire. I love that. Check them out at TopTal.com. That's T-O-P-T-A-L.com. What an absolutely brilliant lesson by John Pope. I especially loved his critique or his advice when it comes to the finances of your business. You see, when you bootstrap your business, you remain in control when it comes to the rewards of your business. Yes, you can get investors and that can help you, you know, take the financial pressure off at the start. But it's like he said, it's like having somebody with you on a road trip and they're going to decide where you're going to go sometimes, the stops you're going to make. So you're not in complete control. If you can hold off, you can make all the decisions on the journey. The business can be completely yours. 
And when your business flourishes and proves it's a leader in the market, you'll have investors knocking on your door and they're going to want to be a part of it. And then you can dictate the actual terms and stay in control. I highly recommend that you re-listen to this episode because John Pope really gives the advice you need to hear. I fully endorse or support the concept of bootstrapping your business because every business I started is and was bootstrapped. And that's because I became an entrepreneur to be in control of the work I do. That's just me. And if you're like me, then take this advice on. Guys, that wraps up today's lesson. Again, check out Jive at jive.com slash MBA. John Pope and his team is hooking you all up with a free month of Jive, free voice service. Check it out. Guys, if you love The $100 MBA Show and want more, make sure you hit the subscribe button on iTunes, on Stitcher, on whatever you use so you get all our episodes automatically. Plus, you get all our archive episodes. For those of you who don't know, these services only display the last 300 episodes and there were well over 740 episodes. So if you want the archives of 400 plus episodes, then you got to hit subscribe so you can get them in your feed. All right, that's it for me today. But before I go, I want to leave you with this. When you're bootstrapping your business... Things can get tough. There's pressure. There's pressure to perform. There's pressure to innovate. There's pressure with finances. But that's great training, just like John said. At some point, you will have that pressure, even if you are funded. You need to learn to be resourceful, to be able to deal or to work with what you have. And bootstrapping forces you to do that from the start. So see it as a great challenge and not a burden. Don't think that you can't start that business because you don't have enough money. You can. Take it slowly. Take it step by step. Have a long-term view. All right, I'll check you in tomorrow's episode. I'll see you then. Take care.